With the return of the NBA season coming fast, The Athletic has launched The Athletic NBA Show, a daily podcast combining some of your favorite basketball voices under one umbrella. David Aldridge, Ethan Strauss, Marcus Thompson, Zach Harper, Sam Amick, Waz Bray, Dave DeFore, Fred Katz, Jay King, all of the greatest names that you follow. It's full spectrum, NBA consumption, something for everybody. Everyday features a new show covering everything from the insider news to cultural issues and deep dives into in-game analytics. These are produced by Jade Hoy. So before things tip off later this month, make sure you subscribe to the Athletics NBA show. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you the L man and the Al man. Yeah, somebody uh, called us the L man and beans. L man and beans. Yeah, that's a good show title. Classic. The show's so nice, they've only let us do it one other time. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Only rare circumstances are me and Luke allowed to record anything together, even on our own time. I don't like it. Even if Andrew wasn't involved, they don't let us do it. They don't. And the reason is because we get into all sorts of hijinks. Just for listening to this full episode, at the end of this episode, we are going to reveal a super embarrassing, super personal, super revealing Andrew story never before heard on the pod. What's that sound they play in all of uh, Christopher Nolan's movie trailers? Uh, It was kind of like what you just did, but it's just like, I can't, it's like, (laughs) yeah, it's like that. It's like when you shake like a flat metal pan. No, no, no. It's like, it's just like, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's that. Okay, so, so that's, that's, what I was that's to what's going to happen when we reveal this super embarrassing Andrew story. <laughs> uh, now, we asked for some uh, TQs, some Twitter questions, which we did get a decent amount, and we will get to those. But uh, we would be remiss if we did not talk about the fact that basketball is back. Uh, bebop, 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 back. They're playing the games again, and they played four of them today. Uh, it's using the same ball, shooting on a same hoop and net, very similar to what we've seen before, except for the location. And uh, obviously, who cares about what happened in the games, except for one bowl bowl, which we'll talk about later. But I thought, um, you know, Luke, I'd tell you a little bit about what the setup was like. I'm assuming you did not watch any of these games. I watched clips of them on the Twitter and the Instagram. Okay, so you have a general idea of what it looked like. Yes, I did. So... Overall, I would say I am I am more excited after seeing the games today. I did not watch all of them, but I watched the first one, and then I watched a little bit of the very last one. And uh, I like the setup. I like the big screens in the background. Now, most of the time they were showing just like, you know, the Clippers logo, and it would say Live LA Way or whatever their slogan is, which I assume the Thunders is going to be Thunder Up. Would you yeah, guess? I would. Yeah, I almost certainly it will be. Uh, but in in the last game I was watching, which was the Kings and another team, the Heat, I think, uh, they actually had not live, but like recorded images, recorded video of Heat fans. Oh, really? Except that they were giants because it was zoomed in. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
so it's like so it's not like it's not like a it's not like a poster it's like a it's like a video screen yeah they, they took some clip from a heat game where people are cheering consistently loud and they they just played it and i actually thought it, it looked cool i would love for it to be zoomed out because again these were giants Yes. I, I felt like that would be distracting. But I, I would like to try different things with these videos. I like the idea of the videos being there in the background. It kind of reminds me of the entrances from WWE. That's true. That's true. So I kind of have those. And like with some professional wrestling, which is the only time I'll talk about it tonight, but with no crowds, they've tried new camera angles, trying mm. out new stuff, which they haven't traditionally done. And that's what the NBA is doing. That is true, yeah. Now, I didn't. I, I don't know if you saw any new camera angles. I, I thought the camera angle they had was very nice. It was a, I felt a little more pulled back. You could see all of the action. Um, but, yeah, I thought the videos themselves kind of uh, souped it up because some people were comparing it to Summer League, but it was like a very high-end version of Summer yeah. League and not just because of the players on the court. And then the other thing I thought was interesting was the bench seating. So they have them spaced out, although it doesn't look like it's six feet. So at some point, it's like, why bother? But they have them, they have them slightly spaced out, which makes the bench reactions, I think the bench reactions are going to be very funny in the future. Because it looks like just like random people in a movie theater just standing up all at once and clapping. <laughs> and they're not next to each other, so it's kind of hard to feed off the energy of your teammates. But I like are, that. Are you a movie... Are you a post-movie clapper? Uh, I don't – I can't imagine that I've – maybe one of those Final Destination movies we saw together. <laughs> actually, I believe that could very much be possible. I think Dane might have started it. <laughs> yeah, we did actually. That was uh, – I think that was Five-Null. Five-Null Fantasy. I, I think it was um, uh, the best uh, – my personal favorite. It, it was a really good one, a return to form I would say. I would um, agree with that. And then the, the only thing I would say I didn't like was that the baseline, there was no border around it. And yeah, I saw I saw you complained about that on Twitter. And it was I, I wasn't complaining. I wasn't complaining, but it did feel like I almost felt like I was having uh, like dizziness, dizzy spells, because I, I kept like I kept being really scared that they were about to step out of bounds, but they seemed to be to do fine with it. And I guess that's how most basketball courts are. Just in life. Yeah. yeah, I think that it just means you haven't watched like a high school basketball game in a long time. I think that's how they all look. That's true. I haven't. But you have. <laughs> I've not. Uh, Is that clear? So but it, yeah. looked like, it just looked like a kind of like a, uh, you know, like a, you know, YMCA gym court looking thing. But the, but the nicest one you've ever seen. But, but yes, a far nicer one than in anywhere I've been. And uh, they had the announcers there. Now, I will say the announcer in the last game, I believe it was one of the Kings announcers, he had a cough. Oh, no. And obviously, if you're an announcer, you never want to have a cough. Never a good time to have a cough. But I would yeah. say during a pandemic, when you're in a bubble, would be the least ideal time. And I, I couldn't tell if they were in, like, in person or if they were doing this remotely. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he kept coughing. Man, he Ugh. was coughing. Every cough I have in my like just day to day life, like if it's in front of people, it's like I try to hide it like it's a fart. Really? Like I'm running out. Of, like I don't want to cough in front of people because some people think I'm sick. You know? I feel like you can hurt yourself that way. 
I think I, well, I, I found a few in longer than I should have, and it makes them worse. It doesn't help. It, much like the farts. That is true. Uh, Lee Ellis uh, from the from the uh, I, want, I was going to say the basketball Jones, and then I was going to say the starters from No Dunks. He has a great story about trapped gas that ended him up in the emergency room. Oh, really? Yeah, because he was trying to hold it because he was around a girl, and he actually uh. had to go to the hospital because it was so bad. So in terms of the Thunder's preseason schedule or whatever this is, the scrimmage, they do play on Friday, Friday afternoon, 2 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Central time, against the Celtics. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. I've, I purchased my league pass today. You can, get, you can get with normal commercials for 28 bucks or around there, and then with a live arena feed for like 40 bucks. Ooh. And personally, which, one did you go, which one did you go for? Well, I did commercials because I was like, "What? What? There's nothing happening in the arena. They're not playing any games. That's why I like yeah, the in arena feed." That's true. I, I mean, I think one. I think the pandemic has done away with kiss cams. We're never. Oh gonna, wow. that, That's just. And I. I'm sad about that, but um, also, you know, being in Oklahoma, we don't necessarily. If we want to watch just the Thunder games, don't necessarily have to buy it because we get the games blacked out because oh, they're on. True. I think. FS1. So don't everyone listen to this and run out and get, uh, you know, NBA TV to watch the Thunder games because you won't be able to watch them on it. That's true. I do not get to watch the uh, Blazers games, unfortunately. Yes. Um, but I, 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 I am excited for B-Ball to return. And I'm just ready for – I've just really enjoyed the bubble-like antics, you know? Oh, lots of antics out there. People fishing and, uh, and, you know, just looking in hotel rooms. I love hotel rooms. love staying in hotel rooms. I love it. Um, you know what? That actually brings us to our first Twitter question, which is from at Miguel Devella 25 who says, Would you guys rather play Animal Crossing at home or live the game inside the NBA bubble just roaming around and fishing for bass? Hmm. Hmm. It's actually pretty good. Now, this is good. I feel like this is a tough question for you cuz you genuinely love the game Animal Crossing. It's true. I have been playing it a lot. Whereas for me um, it's it's more of a, you know, I actually I honestly don't get to play it because my wife plays it so much. Um but it is one of those games where yes, when I watch her play it it relaxes me and I think wouldn't it be nice if my life was this simple? If I just lived on a little island, I had all these friends that are nice to me, for the most part. I, I could I could make money in the form of bells. I mean, it's impossible to not be successful in this game. That's true. You're getting so much positive reinforcement, other than what would you say, the tarantulas, maybe? The tarantulas the and the see, you didn't you quit playing before you even got to the scorpions. That's true. Which are, they behave much as they matter, but they are scary. But really, they even talked about when they designed it, they wanted everything that happens to be positive. And so there's nothing negative you know, that happens. You can't mess up. Um, if, it, if the bubble were like the game, I'd rather do the bubble because in the game, you're the center of attention. Anyone you go up and talk to, like – has you have like inside jokes inside sayings they have nicknames for you and so like if i was just um like walking around the bubble 
and like Russell Westbrook saw me and he was like, Oh, iron S that's one of my people's nicknames for me. And like ran up to me and he was like, I want to give you some clothes, which is what some of my neighbors do to me. It would be awesome. (laughs) So I would love it. We all get to fish. We have fishing tournaments and, uh, I would definitely rather do that. It would be cooler. And I'm glad you chose Westbrook. He's obviously the most uh, realistic person to come up and be super nice to a random guy. Exactly. Exactly. Um, or sometimes he'll just compliment me on my clothes, you know, or just say like, hey, I saw you caught a big fish. That was awesome. I wish I was as good a fisherman as you. <laughs> it would be great. So this is, this. I mean, would you say that because you've been playing Animal Crossing throughout the pandemic that you are, you have been a happier person? Uh, yes, it is like, it is a good mental escape. And because it happens in real time, like when you start up the game, like on a Wednesday, the, the person like greets you and explains like what you're doing. And they're like, hey, you're more than halfway through the week. Good job. Like, keep on going. And then they seem to be like, it's Friday. Let's party. And so it's just like, it really is. It really is great. I mean, if you didn't oh, have. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> well, um, but it, it really has been nice and a good escape. And, uh, and I've forged friendships, you know, I have new animal crossing friends, uh, people who play the game and that I talk to and text, you know? I mean, if you didn't, you'd, if you didn't have animal crossing during this pandemic, really the only positive thing in your life would be all those divorces. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that is right. Yeah. But the other good thing is that I the two things I did right when I got at the beginning of the pandemic, I cut the cord of my TV. Like physically, so I don't have. So I don't know. I don't have. I I canceled my cable. Oh, okay. So I don't have cable, so I can't watch the news, which has put me overall in a better. I was watching too much of the news and getting depressed a little bit. Understandable. How could you not? This is from Et Zahaski. Hey, Deb, everyone jokes about the organization's inability to put shooters, trademark, on the floor, opting instead for athletic presti types, although he said presto types. If you could sign one infamous sniper from the hallowed lore of OKC Cannon to this team for Bubbler, who would you choose? Anthony Morrow? There's a lot of, there's a lot of like sayings in this sentence that I don't know. Yes, there are. <laughs> I think I follow. Uh, who would you choose? Anthony Morrow, Kevin Martin, other, and then he said Udabes, which is spelled U-D-A-B-E-S, which I had to look up because I was like, what does Udabes mean? What is Udabes? I, I was worried that it was a slur and I didn't want to say something bad, but it means Udabes. How did you get it? How did you figure out what it was? I Googled it. Oh, I knew the best. Udabes. Uh, well, I think John gave the two most obvious answers, assuming that we're excluding people like Paul George, who is an infamous sniper, I would say, or uh-huh. Kevin Durant, who I would say, easy money sniper. I would say he's talking about like more, uh, he's talking more like about, hidden gems. Yeah, hidden gems. Hidden gems. Um, so um, the only other one you could potentially add in would be Tabo, which we, me and Andrew have talked about adding Tabo to this team, how great it would be. I feel like that's a little bit cheating. In which case, even though he's the... Inferior player, I personally would go with Anthony Morrow uh, because I just like him. And Kevin Martin uh, said some some garbage when he went to Minnesota. He, he was what do you say? 
he said something about like it's nice to be on a team where everyone's like rooting for one another, something like that. I think that's more against Kevin Durant than the Thunder organization. No, no, I think it was against Westbrook. Oh, really? Yeah, I do. Huh. Well, probably a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> so, so I don't want to bring that uh, bring bring him back into our our sacred bubble. Whereas I would love to see Anthony Morrow, and I think Anthony Morrow would be a great representative within the bubble. You know, he's he's been involved with some uh, uh, media work, and so I think he would potentially put out some good videos, some good vlogs. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Kevin Kevin Martin is uh, a little boring. He is. That's the one thing. The only time I've ever seen him, like I saw him once out in Oklahoma City. Didn't like see him at a bar. Didn't see him at like the mall. Some well, actually, I didn't see him at the mall, but I, it was at the Apple <laughs> store. <laughs> uh, but, was, but it was at a he was tilt arcade. He was waiting for his phone to get fixed, so he was kind of boring. Oh wow, that's um, so boring. Anthony Moore, because my last memory of Anthony Mora was when we were playing. Um, I think it was in the playoffs. We were playing the Warriors, and and uh, I think it was Network that tweeted like he like had the best like six minutes of the beginning of the game, and like we were up really early, and, and Network tweeted like the Anthony Morrow game or something like that. So, so you're saying that your last memory was a good memory? It was good. Yeah, he left on a really high note, and uh, it was. So I liked him. I did like him. Originally, I was going to lean towards Kevin Martin, but I didn't tell that story. I didn't know. Didn't know he was uh, trash talking us and therefore me. So I don't like that. Okay, this next question comes from at late model SUV. Do you know who that is? <laughs> I think that's Jomo. That is Joey Morris, friend of the pod, cousin of the pod. He says, Ooh, I wonder if he's ever heard the embarrassing story we're about to tell about Andrew at the end of this pod. Oh, that would be very Brrr. exciting. Boom. Finding yourselves in your mid-30s. How dare you? I'm not in my mid-30s. I'm in my early 30s. How old are you? I'm in Luke? my early. I'm 33. I'm also in my early 30s. Yes, I'm also in my. I am 33 as well. He says, finding yourself in your mid-30s, old guy. What have you found yourself unknowingly passionate about? My examples, neti pots and shoe insoles. People, wow. people tell me their problems, and I can fix them both. Please discuss. Also, Alex, secret aardvark rules. There's been a lot of positive buzz about these secret aardvark hot sauce. They got a down-to-dunk bump, at least from one listener. Oh, that's a hot sauce? That is a hot sauce. Oh, I mean, I, 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 do you like hot sauces? Uh, uh, up until Secret Aardvark, I would say no, but I was too scared of them, and I've learned to open up and uh, ex- be more accepting. I like that. They have an obvious downside, which uh, I think people can understand. Uh, <laughs> it, it occurs on the toilet. But um, like that, like hot, like here in Firehouse Subs? Yeah. They have like a million hot sauces? Yeah, they got a lot of hot sauces. It's, it's, it, I can't approach that. I can't pick one from that. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that too many options. Give me three options. Okay, even that, yeah. But I, I agree. I need to try it. Um, so, what as a early thirty person, not mid <laughs> old guy, old balls? Um, what What are you unknowingly passionate about? Um, so there is a uh, there is a new YouTube channel that I've gotten into, and uh, it is Mister Tifu. Are you familiar with Mr. Tifu? 
Mr. Tfue? No, I'm not uh, familiar. It's uh, I don't know if that's how you say it. It's T F U E. There's a potential. Oh, you know, I have heard of this, but I don't know what it is. He's a guy. Uh, I don't know if they've ever said where he's from. Is he a video gamer? Okay, so that's the thing. There is a guy named Mr. Tifu who is a video gamer, and this was very confusing to me because my wife Googled him and found out he was like some Fortnite player, but I, I can't believe it is the same guy. It could okay. be, but this, if this guy's a gamer, that means he's spending all of his days building these like underground uh, like mansions, these beautiful oases, and then he's going home at night and playing video games. It could be. It's it's possible, but he lives like out in like the the jungle kind of, and okay. every video starts with him with usually just a stick, and he goes out somewhere wherever he lives, and it's completely flat, and he just starts digging, and he digs, <laughs> and he digs, and he makes these incredible like blow your mind incredible underground like fortresses that usually Do they have like. Waterfalls? Yes, they have waterfalls. They have places to sleep. They he builds chimeneas, kind of, and goes yeah. and then goes and catches fish in in the little sixteen minutes. Brings the fish back, cooks it, eats it, and then he uses. Oh, I, I thought he was going to put an indoor like koi pond. Uh, he eats the fish. No, he's hungry. Okay. He needs protein. He's he's <laughs> doing that. a lot of work. And uh, the other thing he does is he'll go and grab like grass and mix it with water and make like paint out of it. So there's hmm. color too. And so I've gotten really into. To Mr. Tifu, not the gamer. Maybe the gamer. Could be. Could be. The could gamer. be a gamer. Um, if you combine those two, built that good thing, and then and then did some gaming down there. Whew. Yeah, great, man cave. Great service down there. Man cave. Um, I've seen people do that, but I don't know if it's Mr. Tifu in person. No, no, no. Like a video, like a oh, Facebook yeah. video. Um, and sometimes I, sometimes I like that. Um, let's see. One thing that I'm really into is, uh, baby Ruth candy bars. Turns out what? I love them. They're, they are like a candy bar made for the 30 to 40 year old man. Now, do you, uh, freeze them? No, no time. Cause once I get one, I eat one. Do, you, do they make so, king size baby Ruth? I think they do, but I'm not, you know, king size is the young man's game. What I need in a candy bar. You need a case. Is, I know, no, no. Opposite. I need the minis. Mm. I need like the half, the half candy bars. Pop it in, one bite, boom, gone, and then come back for seconds and thirds. Yes, because you, you, so that way you can still feel good about yourself temporarily. Yeah, and really peanut, just peanut based foods like peanut brittle. Yeah, I remember like when I was a little kid, my dad would get like peanut brittle, like Ace Hardware or, or or Baby Ruth. I'd be like, "Why are you getting those? Ace those Hardware. are the grossest candies here." And turns out, it's for it's for thirty to forty year old men. They sold peanut brittle at Ace Hardware. Uh yeah, they do. They sell a lot of candy at Ace Hardware. Well, I know they sell candy. They they sell that weird candy, like the nondescript, no brand uh-huh. candy. One of them is peanut brittle, um, and okay. they come in little like hamburger patty size things really yeah what a deal we're just dropping so many tips and tricks for okc listeners tonight i know um okay this one you'll like at grooms jeb question mainly for the l man top 
karaoke songs. I just added some karaoke songs to my list. Really? Of karaoke Spotify list. Like I stayed up, like I was laying in bed. It's probably midnight. So I don't listen to like, look at my karaoke playlist. Like, and then at the end, cause I just swiped through it. But at the end, it's like, we would suggest these for your playlist. And I saw one song and I was like, oh, I'll pop that on playlist. Listen to it a few times, see if I can do it. And then at the bottom, there's a little button that says refresh. So if it refreshes, it gives you seven new songs. So I refreshed, got a new list kept refreshing adding songs to the list until it was two in the morning (laughs) so i mean i'm putting some time in for it hey fellas are you prepared to unveil your summer bod the beaches are opening the sun is shining and it's time to get manscaped manscaped is here to ensure your post quarantine body is ready for the wild Manscaped is dedicated to helping you level up your full body grooming game. They have forever changed the grooming game with their Perfect Package 3.0. That includes an essential lawnmower 3.0, that's waterproof, cordless, body trimmer, and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. I own the lawnmower 3.0 and it is a great product. I think it has a light on it for accurate grooming and it's just a just a really well made product it is great and inside the perfect package you'll find manscapes crop preserver and anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer because we know how painful chafing can be when you're wearing your bathing suit all day long so make sure you use that and also make sure that you get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code theathletic at manscaped.com do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code theathletic at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with the free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code theathletic and for a limited time subscribers get not one but two free gifts the shed travel bag which is a 39 dollars value and the patented high-performance anti-chafing Manscaped boxer briefs. They're good. I really, I've got some, uh, and I wear them, and they're wonderful. So make sure that you get some, too, and go to manscaped.com today and use the code THEATHLETIC. What is, like, the most recent one that you haven't debuted yet but that you're working on? I would say I'm working on... um, I actually have it. Hold on, let me look. Let me look and see what, what the name of it is. I know. I know better than. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This is a, a really um, good thing to do hold, during. Uh, what do you say? This is a good thing to do during quarantine. It really is, and I, I get to do a lot of driving, and I do it during um, like that. Um, it's a song called "You're the Voice" by John Farnham. Okay. And it's in like like it's in uh, Hot Rod when he's like walking down the street and everyone joins with him. Oh, okay. Okay. It's a pretty deep cut, but it's like, it's a pretty good one. And I've tried it once way, way outside of my range from where I am right now, but I need to practice. See if I can, uh, give it a go. Have you ever, but, uh, uh, cause you used to karaoke a lot, right? Yeah. I mean, I would say right up till quarantine starting. Yes. But I used to like a lot, like there was a year, like I would say about five years ago, there was a summer where I, regularly missed like i basically took a half year off the pod <laughs> and it was because i was going out every thursday night and, <laughs> and karaoke until like two in the morning you took a sabbatical 
for I the really, pod. Honestly, I really did. To build Until your I karaoke brand. Said, Guys, I'm rededicating myself to the pod. I will be there. And and I uh, and they took you back. Helped. Yes. It also it helped that I got a job. <laughs> <laughs> so it really it really did help. Now, now so. when it comes to something like karaoke, which you know, I, I think is is fun, but I've never been like that passionate about it. What it what is it about it that just gets you going? Um, you know, um, just just the performance aspect of it, getting the crowd, getting a crowd involved that that likes likes what you're doing and thinks then thinks you're funny. Have, um, do you have like a a favorite karaoke moment, like a night where you just felt like you were the <laughs> king of the world? I had one night where I sang some karaoke, and then these two these two girls asked to take a picture with me. Really? And I, was, and I was like, yeah, they were I think they were foreign exchange students from some other country asked to take a picture. And I said, absolutely. So they, they were under the impression that whatever you had done was so good that they needed to record it. I don't know. I honestly don't know why that had happened. But uh, there's, there's some others. There was some. So I, I, at one point I got I got me and a friend. We just got deep into the karaoke game. I mean. I had several karaoke DJs who I had a legitimate friendship with. Really? Oh yeah. Did you did you ever um, maybe go on a date as a result of karaoke? Like, did you ever meet not, a girl? Not one time. <laughs> so very important. The answer to that no. Never. The closest no. you got were two foreign exchange students wanting to take your picture. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. it really was just the love of the game. It really was. It was. It was exactly for that. It was. Uh, I was really into it. But but my number one song, if I can make look, so I don't get the name wrong. Um, I will not say the full name. Mm. But the, okay, because the name uh, it's by a person named Eamon E A M O N, and the song name is F It. Ah, uh, I see. Have you ever heard it? I have not. It's a great song, and I guarantee you have heard it. Oh, okay. But it, but I like it because it's pretty hard to sing. Right in the right in the Q zone, right in our Q zone, and then it, it cusses a lot. What is the Q zone? Well, you know my range, right, right in the sweet spot. Is this is this one of those Dwight Howard things? No, it is Q-zone? not that Q. It is not that Q zone. It is in the sweet spot where I'm my where I'm really good at singing. Is that a real? But thing? it's also hold on. It's also called. F it, parentheses, I don't want you back. Did you just make up Q-Zone? No, Q-Zone is from, uh, so you think you should, uh, uh, I think you should leave. Oh. When he's talking about, I thought it was going to, when he's talking about, no more scamming old men into making songs. <laughs> it's from that. <laughs> I like that you almost said, so you think you should dance. <laughs> no, it's not from So You Think oh, You Can Dance. Oh, So You Think You Should Dance. Oh, okay. It's from I Think You Should Leave. Oh, okay. Yes. Man. Wow. That was... Uh, do you, have you, do you, have, you ever, have you ever karaoke'd? <laughs> okay. So I did it once, similar to coffee and everything else in my life. Mm-hmm. And it was recently, and it was with our good friend Dane, uh, and it was in Portland, Oregon, and we oh. did um, a song that I thought I knew really well, which was uh, oh, Miss, yeah. Miss Jackson by Outkast. Uh-huh. As it turns out, I knew uh, the first 
maybe four bars. Mm-hmm. And I, I will say, to Dane's credit, he killed it. You know, he did. He did. He was doing the choruses. He did an amazing job. He did all like the kind of the singing parts. Yeah. And in the moment, I thought I did really well, but my wife uh, videotaped it, and I watched it the next morning, and I vowed to never do karaoke again. Here's the thing. Never, never watch yourself karaoke because you're doing it most likely when drinking is involved. You think you're better than you are, and it is not to be revisited when sober. Now, listening to you, though, it seems like the type of thing where you would have gone stone cold sober. No. Just to get no. some reps. No, no, no. You need at least, at least three to four beers in you. <laughs> at least three to four before you even go up. I would recommend it. Wow. You know, just to get it, get you loose, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Get you a little loose. Uh, but, you know, but, but, I, you know, but, rel- you know, maybe, you know, I am, you know, a doll large man so you might need to adjust that for your size i don't know less maybe maybe for you two beers try it, but at least at least two beers at least i would say three two drink minimum um yeah i would say that you know you mentioned the other is the other is in order to do a song good i think you have to listen to that song have listened to that song and just sat there and listened to it at least 30 times you should do like a uh, malcolm gladwell thing but about karaoke it's just like that, a thousand hours, but it's just thirty times listening to the song. And it's ten thousand hours. A thousand hours would be <laughs> short ten, to be an yes, expert. Ten, ten thousand hours, yes. <laughs> because you really need to you really need to get it. You really need to get the you know the slight changes in the, the throughout the song. Know all the words. Yes, you gotta look up the lyrics. <laughs> and, uh, I like the idea of someone who was uh, really into Malcolm Gladwell and loved that book, but misinterpreted it as like a hundred hours. And so now they just think they're an expert at everything. Like, yeah, it's a hundred hour rule. It's great. Yeah, yeah, I could be I could be in the NBA, I could be in the PGA, I can be the MLB. I am a pro at all those things. You might be like a uh, uh, I hesitate to say five times, it might be higher than that. Five times expert in Animal Crossing if it was uh, the hundred hour I rule. would guess I am at least eight to nine times. Wow. Wow. I, I would guess. I would guess. But sometimes I leave the game on and I go and do other things. So that doesn't actually, you know, so, you know, that's 20 of those hours may be something else. <laughs> yeah. So it might be more like 880. Uh-huh. Which respectable. I could, I actually have my switch on. Do you want to look it up? It, it's a very easy to look up. Yes. Look it up while I'm reading the next question. We're going to stay on the topic of songs because we have another song or another question about songs from at Jeremy Ballstein. So one of Luke's friends. Who asked, what are your favorite party songs? And uh, while you're looking at oh, okay. did you find I it? Have what is number. it? Yeah, it's 395. It's less oh, than. Oh, look at you. 395. Moderation is key. Moderation, yeah, yeah. I'm not, a, you know, I'm not addicted. I can quit anytime I want. It's kind of weird, though, that you overestimated it by three times. I know. <laughs> uh, how, well, yeah. That must mean you're sleeping a lot, and then in, in your mind, your waking hours are mostly spent playing Animal Crossing. Well, yeah, when I'm sleeping, guess I'm dreaming about Animal Crossings. Dream about those big old bass. Uh, so, Luke, what is your favorite party song? Favorite party song? You're going. Mm. Let's say you're hosting a party. You're making the playlist. 
You're choosing yeah. the song that you're going to switch to when the party is at its peak, okay? Yes. The Bergs yes. and dogs have just come off the grill, all right? People are in the backyard playing some lawn games. The beer yeah. is flowing. The beer is flowing. And uh, the, other, the other thing, one more thing about karaoke. Oh, the, my you gosh. Gotta, you, gotta, you got to judge your crowd. The, the song choice is so important for the crowd. But and the the feel of the bar, you know, don't be the one that brings it down with a, you know, a lame song. Anyway, party song is this Prince. Let's go crazy. Prince, let's go crazy. Uh, how yeah. does that one go? Sing me a little bit. Uh, it starts with like some like Prince talking, I think. And uh, so, so you know it really well. And it's this. Let's go crazy. Let's get down. That one. Oh, OK. That one. It's uh, good. Don't ever let the elevator bring you down. Oh no, let's go. I was. I meant to ask you uh, when you played rock band. Were you were you typically the singer? I couldn't remember. Uh, yes, I was. So much so that because I would play alone and I would want to sing. And that must that must have been right? weird for you playing a video game, doing anything alone. <clears throat> I know. On on. And, uh, you know, practice makes perfect, you know, especially in rock band and guitar hero. But so what I was doing for a while was wrapping the microphone cord around my neck. Oh God. Playing the guitar. This is getting and dark. Having my head to the side and singing. <laughs> I was doing both of those. Right. That, if you had died that way. <laughs> yes. And I could have. Hard, you, hard to explain. Your family would have allowed me to write the obituary. And I could have explained in the obituary how you would, had died. <laughs> You'd have been like, I know what it looks like, but it was <laughs> not that. Um, so what happened was at the time I had a person in my life who I will not incriminate, Ooh. who I was, I was in law school. This person was in high school, had access to. <laughs> the story's the, getting weird. That's, that's, there's a whole school gap between you two, just so you're aware. Uh-huh. Uh, there might have been some familiar relation, but that's as far as I'll go. <laughs> so they took from a perhaps allegedly, allegedly this happened. Mm -hmm. They took from the uh, PC North PAC a microphone stand. Wow. Got it for me for my birthday. Could clip it in, have the guitar or the bass so I could play and sing at the microphone stand. It remains one of the best birthday gifts I've ever received. That's a, That must have been a game changer. It really was. It was good. And I, you know, I saw someone on Facebook or Instagram. I don't know. They had like some friends over like friends and their wives and and they had brought out rock band and they had a rock band party and then, and then remind me in this story you were at home correct i'm at home watching this on, <laughs> on instagram so you, yes. you were not invited so all those hours of practicing by yourself all for naught i know but no, it may, they live in like a different. They live in a different, sure, in a, in a a different city. I'm sure they live three closer, blocks over. I would have been I mean, invited. Come on. But it made me want to. You know, I bet you can go out and get a few guitars for like thirty bucks and get the game and boot it up and have a little rock band party. Hey, you can get the guitars, but can you get the friends? You know, yikes! yikes I don't know. Uh, especially nowadays, you know, indoor <laughs> rock band party a little risky. I, I had Beatles rock band too. 
Did you really? Have you ever dipped into the Beatles? Uh, I did not. I, I bowed out at whatever, like, rock band two or three, if that was a thing. I, I'll just say I, I was buying DLC. Not surprising. Yeah, for the, for, the, uh, for the people that don't know, aren't gamers out there, that is downloadable content. I was spending three bucks to buy rock band additional songs. You, you are, you're very committed to the games you enjoy, which I appreciate. I do. I like them a lot. Um, you got to get your money out of them. You, you have to get your money back. And to get your money back, you must put in your time. That's exactly. If you're going to buy it, be good at it. You know? Well, uh, back to favorite party songs. Um, as you know, as you may know, um, my, my thing in my 30s has been getting obsessed with uh, one older song per year and then mm-hmm. just playing it over and over again. So two years ago, Lisa Loeb stay, mm-hmm. you know, I, anytime my friends were over, I was playing that song. Uh, next last year, I would say Bonnie Raitt. Um, uh, what, what is that song? Um, uh, I can't make you love. Me. I can't make you love me. Uh, I remember yeah. one time I had, I had a, I was at a party. It was at my house and I played that video, which admittedly is not a good video. And admittedly is kind of a downer of a song for a party. <laughs> <laughs> and this girl who was there, who I didn't know super well, she said, what the F is this? <laughs> okay. I was in my own home, okay? I had chosen uh-huh. a song, and she said that to me. And I said, get out of my house. Good. And every, That's rude of her to say at your party. Yes, and everyone thought it was a joke. You know, they thought I was doing one of my classic bits, and of course uh-huh. I had to start playing it off immediately like it was a bit. But I meant it. I wanted her to get out. Well, I understand. Um, hey, what are you glug glugging I, over there? I'm pouring a little white wine. A little white wine. Some little Carlos wine. Rossi. No, it's a uh, please. It's a barefoot. <laughs> it's a barefoot Chardonnay, and it's it's like the it's like the party bottle. Oh, nice. Oh yeah. Um. So my my song of 2020, my new favorite old song of 2020 is uh, a song called, uh, you probably know it, Running on Empty by Jackson Brown. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, I love that song because, for one, it sounds like a montage song. Yeah. So I like, I like and it sounds like, uh, like you're doing stuff outside, you know, like uh, yeah. you're running around with friends. So anytime I go camping, I always play that song. Running well, on I Empty. Love, love, love Jackson Brown. He's great. And the other th- great thing about that song is, it's deceivingly long because it's actually only like four and a half minutes, but it has like two different solos in it. So what you can yeah. do is you set your Spotify crossfade as high as it will go. You put mm-hmm. that song on loop and wait and see how long at a party it takes for someone to say, how long is this song? Because <laughs> it's very confusing because like there's so many solos, but it's the same kind of like basic beat the entire time. Yeah. That you can just kind of lose yourself in it. I agree. That, that reminds me one time I was at a friend's house and, and like in his backyard, his parents had like iPods had just come out and they were playing something on the iPod, but it had gotten on a repeat and we ended up listening to the song Peaches and Cream for four hours. <laughs> I love, I love <laughs> and, those uh, songs. But, uh, but Jackson Brown, great. I like Lawyers in Love. Oh, of course, but you, you what do. you are what you're talking about. These three songs, these are your karaoke songs. 
Run on Empty. You think that's my song? Yes, absolutely. <sighs> and Stay by Lisa Loeb is on my karaoke list. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'll send out my karaoke list to uh, to the listeners, to the listeners on my Twitter. You guys can check it out. See what you think. Yeah, you should definitely uh, put it out there for people because I'm sure there's people out there who have been interested in karaoke, but they don't know what is a good song. They don't want to do like just your 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 classic karaoke song that's boring and everyone's heard a thousand times. They yeah. want, they, you want like something that's a little bit of a deep cut, but everyone still recognizes it. Yes, that is exactly what you want. Here is my really my only karaoke rule is just don't do don't stop believing because mm. everyone glee came out everyone was doing it everyone's listened to it a thousand million times and just just don't do it don't go there don't go there he says don't don't go there my friends um but yes running on empty is your song and if it has solos guess what those are for chugging beers <laughs> <laughs> you get up there you get the you hit the thing. It gives you how many how many bars or how many times you know if you got long enough. Take a little take a little swig. Sing more. Take a swig. Boom. Grab your peanuts and popcorn. Baseball is back. That's right. The boys will be getting back out on the diamond this week. And while we may not be able to join them at the park, there's plenty of action to be had from the comfort of your home. DraftKings, the leader in one day fantasy sports, is putting you on the field with a shot to play risk-free for a shot at hundreds of thousands of dollars. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy baseball is easy to play. Pick 10 players, stand to the salary cap, and pile up the points for hits, runs, strikeouts, and more. There's no better way to put your baseball knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at hundreds of thousands of dollars. But if baseball isn't for you, don't worry. DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy golf action for this weekend's tournament. With millions of dollars up for grabs this week, there's no better place to have your skin in the game than with DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use the promo code RUN to get a free shot at a share of the millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. That's promo code RUN to get a free shot at a share of millions of dollars with your first deposit. Only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Okay, another question for us. This is a basketball question. Heard of it? Ooh, this yeah, is from basketball. Yoni Kroll 12, at Yoni Kroll 12. Do you think Lou, meaning Lou Dort, could have gotten a much better deal in the offseason? Vicini, meaning Sam, went off on his pod about how disgusting bleh, the deal was for him. Thoughts? Well, I would say that any other year, you could probably make that case. And maybe it is true that even in this year, if Ludor had waited, at worst he would get a, a minimum deal to come back to the Thunder. But given the current climate, about meaning like we don't really know what's going to happen with the CBA or with yeah. the cap... I think locking in three years, even if it was for maybe below his market value and maybe way below what his market value will be in a few years, I think it could. I think it made sense for him. Um, so it's awesome that we got that deal, and it's great that it's a super cheap deal. But I don't think he signs it unless it makes sense for him as well. Yeah, I think that right now, like you know, when would you say? 
they can play a game in the Chesapeake Arena or whatever it will be called, um, the Down to Dunk Arena, um, with a full packed house. When would you say? When would you guess that is? Oh man, I'm I honestly guessing like next playoffs. I I think I think a year from now, getting ready to start, maybe. Um, it's hard to say, you know, it depends on a whole, a whole lot of stuff that doesn't have anything to do with basketball, but, um, it, it, uh, yeah, I, I just think that, you know, when you don't know about that, it, you know, it's the other thing is I think it's going to set him up good for his next contract because everyone's going to be like, Oh my gosh, he's on such a good deal. He's so good. He's so cheap. He's so like, they're getting so much out of him. So people are going to be like, Oh, this next one, I'm not going to miss out on this. I'm going to pay him a lot. Right. And I so mean, I think he's set up well for that. One of the underrated things about Lou Dort and being with the thunder is that he signed that deal probably thinking this is one team where I'm pretty confident I'm going to get a lot of playing time. Where yeah. like maybe he could go sign a slightly big a slightly bigger deal. Like how much do we really think an undrafted free agent is going to go get in this current climate? But would he get the playing time with that other team? So he's staying yeah. with a team where he is the current starter. He started like sixteen games, I think, it was, or twenty one games. Were they sixteen and five? I think. Um, so he's going to get an, an amazing opportunity to not just like showcase his talents, but also develop his talents. Yeah. With like high level NBA players, he's not just going to be a bench player. So, I, I get it. I get why Vicini went off on his pod about how disgusting it is. But I think it might end up working out for Lou long term. Yeah, and I think because what you don't want is to sign the deal. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, they overpaid him. Oh my gosh, what idiots! He's terrible for what they're paying him. You don't want that to start circulating and that to be your, you know, your story. But he set himself up really well. I think it works out well for him. Plus, um, exactly what you said. He's going to get a lot better. He's going to get a lot of eyes on him. He's going to get to play against the best. And, uh, you know, we're not the boss of him. Sam Vecini's not the boss of him. Uh, next question from Zealous Mamba. Luke, is Sasha Banks the true Monday Night Raw women's champ? This is a great question. Is it? Because there was some shenanigans, okay? <laughs> Sasha Banks was wrestling against Asuka. The, Asuka is the current champion. Asuka, Kashka, Bagashka. Asuka, Asuka. And Asuka is, um, went to, she has a move where she sprays green mist into her opponent's faces. Wow. It disorients them. Like poison She ivy. hits them with the... Kind of like poison, yes, much like poison ivy, um, and it disorients them. It lets her set up for a big finishing move, and then she gets them, pins them one, two, three, and still Monday Night Raw WWE champion. What happened was she went to spit it. Sasha moved. She spit the green mist in the face of the ref. What? So the ref can't see, doesn't know what's happening. In that time, Asuka doesn't know what has made a mistake. She's kind of doesn't know what to do. Sasha hits her with a big move. No. Asuka's down, knocked out. Sasha's best friend, Bailey, 
attacks the ref, rips off his ref shirt, puts it on, counts one, two, three, names Sasha, the champion, rings the bell. They walk out with with the title. So pretty, you can tell, pretty suspect. Wait, so So the question is – so the question is, is she, is she really the champ? Because you're saying she, that she is, was, cheated. The question is, was that a legitimate win? Yes, legitimate. So, so the other thing is that Bailey is the SmackDown champion, and her and Sasha together are the women's tag team champions. They're holding all the gold. Hmm. We're talking about what do they call it? Uh, Bailey dose straps and two belt banks. Excuse me? Uh, <laughs> Bailey dose straps and two, straps. two belts banks. Oh, no, I see, it's, I see, it I is see. specifically dose straps okay. and two belts banks. But so basically what this is set up is a uh, a, a rematch between between uh, Sasha and Oscar. Most likely Bailey banned from ringside. So, you know, with this recent ref controversy, are you as a fan – concerned about the legitimacy of the sport now um no because in the you know there are sometimes wrestlers be, are called to be special refs and so um they might uh, call up a wrestler to be a special referee um ban bailey from from we just have to make sure that the next match is unimpeachable to win we, because yeah. now we have two. We, the fans, and as uh, in the WWE, have to make sure. You know, that's what that's what they have to do. Wow, that is uh, that is that is quite the series of events. Um, you know, if there's one thing that I can describe in intricate detail right now, it is women's wrestling and karaoke. Um, yeah. I hey, you know, I have my hobbies, and I'm very into them <laughs> just like my games uh we have a request from one at burkela quela uh she wants us to give a shout out to team jack i'm assuming that's how you say it j-a-q team jack another thing i googled to make sure i wouldn't say anything bad team jack what, what is that well her husband Listens religiously, he thinks we're gods, and is a huge Thunder fan. Our five-year anniversary, the Wood anniversary, is this month, and I think it would totally surprise him to have a shout-out to Team Jack. Is it possible? uh, Pretty sure it would make his life, he thinks we're gods. Man. I wonder what Team Jack Uh, is. What do you think that is? Maybe a... I'm guessing like maybe it's a intramural or maybe it's a fun name they've given their marriage. I think it's their couple name. Um, their couple name. The, Everyone has a couple name these days. Like they may be like they may be the Jacksons. It's Team Jack. Mm, they're not. Um, his his name could be Jack. I don't know. Well, it's J A Q, which again, there's that letter, that pesky little letter Q. His name could be Jacques. It could be Jacques. That's that's fair. It could be Jacques. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Only they know. And you know, uh, you know, secrets are secrets are uh, good for marriages. I assume I am not married. I don't know. But um, <laughs> shout out to Team Jack. I all I'm doing is just trying not to make some, you know, wood jokes about you know giving her the wood. You know, 
Well, you just for did. The anniversary. Ah, oh, dang it. Sorry. Now, what what could uh, what could she get her husband for their five year anniversary that is wood related that you would wood like? I, I was thinking maybe like I, a nice cutting board. I would always I've always wanted a nice cutting board. Does it have to be made of wood? Or could it just have to be wood related? It could be wood related. You don't want chimney outside. Patio with chimney. Oh, I love that They're idea. Lovely. They're lovely. I love that. Yeah. Well, I hope um, I hope she takes our recommendations. Yeah. And shout out to Team Jack. Um, okay, we got a few more here. Let's see, let's see, let's see. <laughs> and after those few more, you know what we're about to release onto the world. That embarrassing Andrew story. <laughs> he's going to be so mad, honestly. Just do, like, you don't, he's going to be really mad. As he I should. Get embarrassed. Get embarrassed. Okay, our next uh, question is from a is a basketball fan, uh, specifically at four oh five fan. They say we tank, starting with a statement. We tank and get two elite prospects in the next couple of drafts. Hypothetically, say we get BJ Boston. We know him, BJ Boston. Nope, elite shooting guard. Actually, it says elite shooting shooting guard, and Amoni Bates. So we have SGA, Boston, and Bates. All right, I'm in, I'm in so far. Would OKC fans welcome back KD if he came back at that time, and how would it affect his legacy if they won one? So the scenario here is that we do, we do our tank for the next couple of years. We get this killer core of blue-chip prospects. They're coming up again, and then KD in his swan song decides to or, or wants to come back to OKC – to try to win a ring in OKC. How would you feel about that, Luke? Bad. 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 I don't like it. I, I think KD has done so much. In my eyes, he is beyond redemption. Wow. Irreparable damage. I think so. I mean, he just talks. You know, I know we are talking about him right now, but not but he specifically. You know, we got to keep talking about it because he brings us up all the time. Yeah. He, you know? Talk about someone and who so, needs his own podcast. He should be on – he should have his own podcast. He, Yeah, he should. He, he but he, he'd come – I mean, he'd come in and, he, you know, I don't want it to be that, oh, yes, KD, thank you. If not for you, us little OKC people would be nothing without you. Like, no, you had your chance and you turned your back on us and the reason – we're in the position are, and we don't have, you know, multiple championships is because you turned your back on us. Oh, thank you, Kevin. Thank you. Oh, oh Kevin. Oh, thank you for coming and helping lowly OKC. Wiping the dust from our eyes. Oh, oh. Kevin. Oh, kiss our boo-boos. I mean, that honestly would be great if he did kiss our boo-boos. All right, next question. At JGG512. He wants to know what is our favorite summer movie or our best watch during quarantine, TV and film. Huh. So I, uh, I did. So I've not watched a full television show since, like, a long form, like multiple seasons since probably Breaking Bad. It's been like oh, a really? while since I've like sat down and actually watched something. But I watched Ozark. Oh, it's good. Yeah, that's that was my opinion too. Higher pitch, higher pitch voice. It's good. That's good. It wasn't bad. I, I like it. I like, no, I like it. I, I really like it. Well, I, re- I really like it. 
but no, I don't. I like it. I thought it was good. I thought it was yeah. it was worth my time. I really liked the, yeah. the very end of season three. Yeah. The, so, so you're going to be there for season four, right? Yeah. My only problem with the show is that I felt like a lot of it was very predictable until that last thing in season three. I did, I, for whatever reason, I did not see that coming. Um, I like what I like specifically about Ozark is there are no secrets. Like some shows, you know, it's the thing like, oh, are they ever going to find out the big secret? Well, everyone in that show immediately knows the secret when everyone else does. Now, hold I on. Like you that. said that you thought secrets were good for a marriage, but now you're saying it's not good for television shows. Well, they're Double standard things. there. Double standard. No, no. Television shows are not marriages. And marriages are not television shows. Well, as much, you, as much time as you spend with your TV, you might as well be married to it. <laughs> oh, you're right. Okay. Uh, favorite summer movie? So um, I'm not as big of a, a Marvel fan as you. I've probably only seen like four of them in the theaters, but this summer I decided to watch all of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I did. So now I have my own opinions about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is fun to be involved in that conversation. I like that. That I'm not having like that. with anyone. Uh, which, which one's your favorite? I really liked... Character. My favorite character? Yeah. Oh, boy. So my favorite movie is Infinity War. Uh, okay. I, I love when bad people win. And uh, okay. I thought that ending just made that movie like so interesting and mm-hmm. i almost wish it ended there <laughs> i almost wish it ended with half the world's population just gone and then they just have to deal with it i mean it's, cool. it's nice that they came back and everyone's happy at the end but i really yeah. liked even though i knew they were going to win in endgame it's just nice leaving off on that like sour note because usually superhero comics just don't end that way yeah. You know, and so to end, yeah. and there was going to be a distance between those two movies, so it wasn't like the next comic was going to come out next month and everything was going to be fine again. Like you had to wait. Oh yeah. So I, I, I just like that aspect of it. And you didn't, you didn't see that one in theaters, correct? Correct. So the best part of that was one at the end of it, the, the girl that sat next to me, who I did not come to the movie with, cried. Um, second is that there was a movie in between that and Endgame, Spider Man. Um, and so there's a whole movie where everyone's like down in the dumps, like everyone's dead, like blah, 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 blah. And so, you know, it was a year, a full year of our human minds where that was the case, which was, I didn't, I liked that one too. Um, my quarantine, um, show it's on Netflix, just got added to Netflix and it is Hannibal. Hmm. And it is about Hannibal Lecter popular uh movie character it's very good mads michelson mads mickelson uh, mads mickelson from uh the last uh from uh video game (laughs) Um, (laughs) and from some other stuff dr dr strange um he's in it and he's very 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 good and i really like it since it's come out on netflix i've watched there's three seasons i've watched it all the way through twice wow I know. I like it. I really like it. And like I got and I got on the Reddit and I'm reading about it, you know. Jeez. I like that. Other good summer movie is I'm, I'm kind of a scary movie person. I kind of like the scary horror movies, right? Yeah, of course. I really, really like Zodiac. The one. The Jake Gyllenhaal. Movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One. one. It is like three and a half hours long. So 
Um, it's a good chunk of time. A lot of it takes place in the summer. Now, hold on. Was that first point in favor of the movie? Oh, it's in favor of the movie. And that's what you led with. Yes, I like that. One, it's half your day. Yes. The other thing, normally I started at about mm, 11 o'clock at night. So I'm in till 2, 2.30 in the morning. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd always forget. But once you're in, you're in. And you're like I'd watch it in law school all the time. But in the summer... It's like it's hot when it's, it's taking place in the summer. And uh, oh, it's a it's just, hot one. It's good. I really like it. And there's one part that still, every time I watch it, it scares me. Really? Yes. Do you have to Do you have to be anywhere? We have a few more questions. No, I don't got to be nowhere okay. except to bed. Because I, <laughs> I, hold on, let me see, let me see what my percentage, my battery. Oh, great, batteries. Oh, nice. Because uh, th- this was a really good question from Et. Alan underscore Miller 12, if you could steal a trait, talent, or object from one another or anybody on the fry pod, what would it be? Oh, trait. So I was thinking. Trait, well, talent, or object. So I was thinking like, uh, you know, Taylor, he, he's able to pot. Is that what it's called? What's the verb? He's able, Potter. He's able to, I think he's able to throw clay. <laughs> he can throw clay. Uh, I honestly think that's what it is. Something a lot like that. And then Andrew can play the guitar. Yeah. Which would be nice to do. Uh, Jay can lead a flock. He can lead a flock. Jay also is a uh, drummer. Really? Taylor plays bass. Oh, my gosh. We can... Andrew plays guitar. You sing. I know. I know. Wait, why, why, do you, why do you guys not start a band? Frypod. We kept uh, a little little down and out secret. This is not the Andrew secret. We've talked about um, releasing uh, Christmas songs, but we've never done it. Really? It's like a little Christmas little little song just as a fry pod. Like, hey, here's three songs. Let's play Christmas songs. I, I, <laughs> I, I love think, it. I think that'd be great. People would love it. I know. But to get it done and recorded, we'd have to start in like August. You know, practicing. People got families, man. All of them has families except for me. I'm the only one with the free time to accomplish this. <laughs> well, so. they can record it all separately, and you'll mix it. I'll mix it. That'll be my job. You're the mixer. So, uh oh. So, which of those, in terms of objects, you know, I don't really. I know that Jay owns a very uh, cool looking dog, which I'm a fan of. Yeah. Um, two now. Two cool dogs. Taylor has an unlimited supply of uh, mugs. I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, Andrew has a lot of guitars, granted. Uh, so I don't know. Is, is any of those things, either the talent or the object, that you would definitely want? Let me think. I might want Andrew's uh, truck. He has a truck. I've never driven a truck. Might be nice to have a truck. Uh, it would, you know, it's be nice to have a truck. Um, a little but, mud wagon. A little mud wagon. Yeah, he's got a mud ass wagon. Um, <laughs> I would, if I could take anything from any of them, I would take Andrew's guitar playing. Yeah, you'd like to wheedle wheedle. Oh man, if I could wheedle wheedle. The thing is, if I could wheedle wheedle, is that I would be, you know, you could find me on like wheedle wheedle and playing the acoustics and singing some songs at like uh, some local local haunt in front of like three people now if you could play the guitar would you ever go to karaoke with an acoustic and play over the music like no never the music never it is not because what you're playing singing in front of karaoke is a bunch of people that are just hammered 
So that's what you've got to. So they're not going to appreciate that, and they're not going to like it. I, I bet. Know? I bet if you did learn to play the, or if you stole Andrew's talent, a la Thunderstruck, um, I bet you'd have better luck, you know, getting a date than the karaoke. I bet if you started going to your local haunts and yeah. and playing your songs, I bet I bet someone would catch your eye, or you'd catch their eye. Oh, I I I I, I think you're right. Um, but uh, it, yeah, he's really good. One time, literally, my parents always talk. Do you remember there? There's a Pep Assembly where he played the um, Star Spangled Banner, Banner yeah. on the guitar. To this day, my dad's like, "That is the coolest thing I've ever seen. The best Star Spangled Banner I've ever seen. He should do that for the Thunder." And and just so people know how big of a deal that is for Luke's dad to say that, Luke actually played O Canada on the keyboard at the same pep assembly. Nothing. His dad hated it. Nothing. Nothing. He said nothing. <laughs> it uh, it was it was it, I mean it was Andrew can wail. He can and he doesn't show it off anymore. You know he doesn't really. And I don't I mean, know why. Was, I uh, have I would say me myself have probably been to the most Andrew Band concerts of anyone else on the planet. Wow. The second, and, and if not, I'm second or third between, between, behind one or both of his parents. Yeah, you're kind of like his third parent. Third dad, you know what I am? I'm, dad, his biggest, I I'm his biggest fan. Um, I, I just take a skin and wear my Andrew suit. And then uh, if I could steal anything from you... I mean, you've got a great uh, graphic novel collection, mm-hmm. which which I do think looks very pretty on the bookshelf. Um, you know, I would love to steal your ability to play video games as much as you do, because I find that I just don't have the uh, the stamina nor the attention span to do it. But I want to do I, it. I, I probably don't play as much as you think. You just told us you played almost 400 hours of a game that only came out a few months ago. Yeah, but that's not... Okay, you're right. <laughs> but I won't, like... But if I'm not playing, like, before that, I was not playing very much. Yeah. What I do... Because you jump around a little bit. I, I stick with one. Like, Final Fantasy fourteen. I mean, I played that for a long time. Where that was it. And it paid and off. I jumped Fortnite. <laughs> it paid off. The memories, man. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, so the next question from Michael McAfee at Michael McAfee. Over the next few months, you must quarantine with four NBA players, current or retired. Who are the four other starters on your five-man quarantine? Okay. So I've thought about this, and you know, I think a lot of people's initial reaction, especially after they, they've seen what's been going on in the bubble, is to say Darius Baisley. He seems very fun. But in my head, I'm thinking I'm a 33-year-old man, and I'd just be living in a house with, like, a 19-year-old. Yeah. And I don't think that would be fun. So what I'm looking for in roommates are guys who are going to be asleep a lot and aren't going to bother me. Yeah. So I'm going all retired players. I'm the exact same way. And the older, the better. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Any, anyone who's going to be taking multiple naps during the day, come on in. Like Bill Russell, uh-huh. he's an old guy. He's got to be taking some naps. Yeah, okay. And, and the grumpier, the better. So I, I've heard Oscar Robertson has kind, of a, a, he has kind of a reputation as a grumpy guy. Bring him in. And then just give me two other old guys. Now, I don't want a talkative guy, so I don't want Bill Walton. 
you know, Bill Walton's just going to be in there talking the whole time. I'm trying to go, I'm yeah. trying to rest or do my own thing. Honestly, I just want to live in a house with four other people, but I don't want to have to interact really. Maybe like interact yeah. for an hour a day. Okay. Man, you would be really boring on the real world. <laughs> like, oh, there's Alex. He sleeps like 24 hours a day. Like he doesn't do anything. He hasn't been showing up to our jobs. He never parties. He just comes outside and tells us to get off his yard. No, I, I would. I would be cool for one hour a day. Oh yeah, <laughs> but but they said but when he's awake, do oh, rules. He's awake. <laughs> he's wild. He's so cool. Um, here's mine. I've thought of mine. One. I'm with you. I want no young people. No, gross. Don't want that. However, I'm looking. I'm looking back, and I'm looking at some uh, some personalities. I want you know. I'm living there. All I've got to do is live there. I get get to fish. Um, I can do some other Disney activities. I don't really know what else there is to do. Bowl. You can bowl. You can bowl. You can fish. You can play cornhole. Um, you play cornhole and uh, you can drink during hat. You can go to the pool, I think. And I think you can drink doing half of those. But um, I would get Charles Barkley. Why? Would be like, we'd be like, like he'd be my main dude, like my best friend. He's going he's gonna to have to talk. You're going to have to talk and hang out. Yeah. Mm. That's what I want. No. Solitude. <laughs> so I'm there, Charles. I'm also there with Dennis Rodman. No, these are terrible choices. No, this is my quarantine. You're not going to get any sleep. I don't need sleep. I can sleep when I'm dead. I can sleep outside the bubble. I'm in the bubble. Let's live life while I'm in the bubble. Right? Dennis Rodman, Charles Barkley. Um, I would also like Phil Jackson. He's the zen. He's the cool dude. He can bring me back down. He can teach me about myself. He can teach me how to think and center myself after I'm all night partying with Dennis Rodman. And then, what else do I want? Um, Shaq would be great. These, this is Shaq. too much personality here. I love that. I'm looking for grandpas that want to watch TV all day. No, no, no. And then do I get a fifth? Did you get a fifth? No, you don't get a fifth. I mean, you can so you just name get someone. You're the fifth. You're the fifth. Me? Oh, you. Like you're the fifth member of the quarantine. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay, that's my team. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm going to go with uh, just any two NBA players that played in the 1960s. Uh, I would prefer ones that no one knows because um, it's less likely that they'll, uh, you know, have a big ego and want to talk to me or whatever. Okay. Okay. Uh, at Phil, 8753260101. Elman, what are your favorite WWE finishers slash signatures? Finishers slash signatures. This is a really good one that I wish I had read before. I had been, I had some prep work to do. However, (laughs) hmm, I like, uh, I like, I'm really right now big into the Miz and John Morrison. Oh, how could you not be? Do you know who those people are? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, they really have been making the best of their, the, you know, some people have left or they don't have that many people that are there and doing the shows. And they, I think they've really, um, 
put in the like, they've been very entertaining during this time. I just bought one of their shirts um, because they have a shirt now. And uh, John Morrison is he's like before he tried out. For, well, actually, both of them tried out for Tough Enough. Do you know what that is? Do I know what Tough Enough is? It is not. You do not know. It was the MTV show where it's like, hey, you want to be a professional wrestler? Come and live in this house. Try out for um, WWE. And if you win, you get a WWE contract and you're a WWE wrestler. John Morrison was the first tough enough winner. This was in like 2000, you know, eight or nine, a long time ago. And the Miz was on season two, I think maybe three of tough enough. And he got third. Hmm. So both are from that. So they don't come from, they just are interesting beginnings in, in it. And uh, John Morrison's background is in like gymnastics and parkour specifically. And uh, he has a finisher called, I think it's Starship Pain that I really like. That's pretty good. Wow. Well, that was a great answer for having no prep. Well, I mean, I just love uh, the Miz and John Morrison. Miz and Morrison, hey, hey, ho, ho. I love them. Uh, now, Phil also asked me, he says, Beans, who is your second favorite NBA team? Beans. 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 Uh, by the way, my green beans are just out of control. I've been. You're I've growing been, your own beans now, right? I am growing my own beans. I am self-sufficient. And you're getting, and you're getting high on your own supply. <laughs> that is right. Uh, second favorite NBA team. I mean, my favorite team before the Thunder was the Sixers. I guess that would be my answer. Although I'm not, I don't love the current version of the Sixers. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would say, you know, if I was not a Thunder fan, I would probably be a Kings fan because I just really I, I like being I like bottom of the barrel teams. Um, I, I have some affection for them for some reason, which is probably why I liked the the Sixers during their you know process years. Um, yeah, I just I just like that period of a team's life when they're. I know that for the Kings fans, they're like, "Ah, hey, this has been our period of life for two decades now. It's not really that fun." Uh, but there's there's something entertaining about that sort of sports existence because, yeah, just just become a Knicks fan. See, the Knicks I don't find interesting because they don't save their young players. Like the reason I like teams like the Kings or even I would say the Wolves is that they always tend to have really good, young, interesting players, whether it's like mm-hmm. DeMarcus Cousins or now it's De'Aaron Fox. And uh, I don't know. The Knicks have just – I mean, they had Porzingis and then they ruined it, and now they're guys like Kevin Knox, I guess. And it's just not – it's yeah. just not enough there for me. I need young guys. I do not like bad teams with a ton of old guys. That will never be my, my NBA team. Okay. I got you. Mine's the Trailblazers. So. Oh, how sweet. Love of mine. I, uh, you know, once we can travel again, man, I'm making so many travel plans once all this gets over. If it gets over, um, I've got so many travel plans. You're talking about real life or your island? Real life, man. Um, I want to travel. I want to come and see you. Uh, yeah, I've only been out here for eight years. <laughs> hey, man. All right. I have no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at, uh, at Paul R. Valentine wants to know, Luke, this is for you. What are your top three favorite villagers? Well, villagers. Yeah. Oh, this is good. Well, um, I've got a dog, a pink dog named Cookie, who I've, I've had for a long time and I really, really, really like. 
Um, we are really good friends. I obviously have her her photo. I mean, I'm I'm getting photos left and right, my man. Do you know what that means? Nope, but keep going. Don't explain it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I also have a cat named Stinky that is kind of has a wrestler look. He has like a Lucha Libre mask that may or may not be his underwear. Um, I like Stinky a whole lot. And then there's a bear that is like oh, kind of Roman looking named Klaus. Klaus. I really like Klaus. And when he came, he was in my campsite. And then I looked and I was like, who do I got? And he, it was him. He was like, hello, I'm Klaus. And I was like, I'm, I don't like him. I'm not even going to invite him to island. Hello, and at I'm the end Klaus. of the day, I was like, fine, I guess I'll invite him. Just so I get, you know, I got to get someone. And it turns out I really like Klaus. He's great. So that's how you got. Now, yeah. isn't Klaus the frog? No, that was Cousteau. Oh, that was Cousteau. Excuse me. Love Cousteau. Um, Cousteau is a dream villager, but I've never seen him. Oh, except, really? Except at your wife's island that, that she deleted. What did you say? Huh? Talking about my wife, you know. <laughs> um, okay, last question from at Allen underscore Miller 12. What is your guys' best and worst experience memory with each other? Oh, wow. Which is a tough one. Um, wow. You know, one of my worst is not necessarily us, but it was at your house, was that um, I used to have a pretty bad temper uh, when uh, I was... I know, I, know exactly, I know exactly what you're talking about. In high school. And uh, uh-huh. one night we were at Luke's house in his backyard where there is a pool. And uh, one of our good friends, uh, Dane, decided to push me into that pool. And a normal person would just laugh that off and say, ha, 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 I got pushed in the pool. I'm wet now. That's funny. But as I mentioned, I had an anger issue, and I also had my early model Nokia phone in my pocket yes. on uh-huh. which I played Snake. And this was not necessarily the time when those phones were even hot. This was well past that. Um, but for whatever reason, I got very angry, rose out of the pool, launched my phone at Dane, and ran over to him and started trying to punch him. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, uh, Luke's younger sister was having kind of like a get-together with her friends who were also outside. And uh, it was just a bad look all around for, uh, for Beans. And you, you, you paint yourself into, as a bad picture because there's a little bit more to it. What, what else was it to it? You were not a strong swimmer. <laughs> Correct? Well, I, I mean, I wouldn't have died. I know, but you're not a strong swimmer. That what you you like your thing was you said you could not swim. Is that really what I said? Yeah. Well, that's even more embarrassing. Well, it's not that. I mean, I mean, some people can't swim. Um, but you said you can't swim, and so I mean, the pool's pretty deep. It was a pretty deep pool, and push in, you know, you, and you and then you threw the phone against the fence, and you said so a lot of bad words. words and said yeah. I can't swim. I can't swim, and then started hitting him. I was I can't swim. Yeah, Come I was on. probably literally standing in the pool saying, I can't swim. I'm no, standing. so deep you can't you can't you can't stand after those steps you can't swim. It was a very, very deep pool. Hey, but if I if I had, had the forethought, I would have been able to think to myself, Hey, I am surrounded by lifeguards. <laughs> that's true. Yes, you know? that's true. Lifeguards and gator grill employees. Lifeguards and gator grill. Yeah. Um, so that's your favorite memory. No, that was worst. That was worst. Okay. I just revealed my deepest, darkest secrets, as we will be doing later for Andrew. <laughs> um, mine. So you're not going to say best? Uh, best. 
Um, best, 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 best. Do you have any off the top of your head? I do. What? Um, our senior year of high school, uh-huh. me, you, and Andrew for prom did not ask girls to prom. All of the three of us went stag. That's right. Went to we dressed up in our suits. Had my mom take pictures of us in our suits, and then um, we went to Arby's, and then we went to prom and, and took formal pictures together. Yeah, I, I wish I could say that we were attempting some type of like reverse psychology, where by not asking girls, we would attract the girls to us. Uh-huh. But no. that that was not the case. The other thing, let me think about that. What do we do even after? I know I know what we did after the prom. We went because we didn't drink at all. Yeah. Um, I, I you know I, I don't even think anyone's ever had at that point. We went to home, stopped at Wendy's, and we saw <laughs> one of our uh, uh, a guy that was in our class, uh, Marcel, that worked at Wendy's, and we got Wendy's. <laughs> do you remember that? What a lame story. <laughs> And then I think we just went home. Like I, I don't even I don't even know if we did anything after that. It's just spending a lot of money to go to two different fast food restaurants. Not I mean, uh, to, all together, not including the formal picture. I bet we didn't spend twenty dollars. Really? This was the time of the five five for five fifty five at Arby's. Oh, you didn't even mention that, bro. Yeah, well, best yeah, memory. Duh. The best deal. I mean, that was that was such a huge part of my freshman year. We got Arby's five for five all the time. Um, man, that's sad. So that's our best memory. <laughs> it was fun. I had a good time. I had a better time if I would have gone and been awkward to some girl. That's true. You know? Yeah, I never had great experiences at dances. You know? So the, the other, the other, the other of my junior year, this is not related to your Andrew, but my junior year, I took a girl to, um, the prom and we're going home from prom and I'm getting ready. Like we're driving back from the prom, whatever to, I'm dropping her off at her house. And like, by the time she was pretty deep in my neighborhood that I also live in mm. and I'm pulling into the neighborhood. It's like, uh, I've, I've got the Rhea. I've got the diarrhea. <laughs> oh, no! it's, it's, it is hitting and it is about to come. So it's like, I could stop at my house and go, but I can't really explain why I'm there to her or what I'm doing. So I don't want to do that. So I, I'm like going through the neighborhood pretty fast, you know, <laughs> so, you know, going through, not stopping all that yeah. stop signs, get through kind of, she has a circle drive. So I kind of whip up into her circle drive. I was like, well, that was great. And I go to give her a hug and like, got to get my hand around her and over the middle console. Right. Yeah. A little bit elbowed her in the face. Oh no! Like enough, just enough to where it's like I've a little bit hit you in the face. Hugged her and I'm like, oh, see you. And so she gets out and shuts the door. And I'm just like whipping up the home, and I'm parked in my driveway. Open the driveway, and my mom is at the, like in and like I open the garage and like my mom's at the door. She's like, oh my gosh, how was it? I'm like ripping off tuxedo clothes. I'm just like out of my way. I got a crap. <laughs> and. It was, and that was that was my so it was so going with you and Andrew was a lot better. But however, we did have Arby, so probably the same thing happened. But it was a lot, it was just I would plan for it. Yeah, man, we gotta uh, yeah. we gotta get you on some dates, bro. Turn this turn this train around. <laughs> that was also 
God. How, how many years ago was that? That was 25. No, 15 years ago. 25. Wow, 25 years ago. 15 years ago. You, you just said you were 33. Yeah, I think that was a quarter of a century ago. You know, it, was, uh, it, was a, it was a lifetime ago. Man. I mean, one of my uh, favorite memories of you was the 2005 NBA draft. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. at, at this time, really only Andrew was like super into the NBA. I was uh-huh. just starting to get into it. And this was the year of uh, Yao Ming going first overall. Uh-huh. Yes. And Andrew was very excited, like in, in a genuine way. And uh, we went over to your house to watch it. And after every single pick, you would, you would loudly exclaim, do you know what this means? <laughs> and it was funny, maybe for two picks. And then <sighs> after that, you know, your dad's just like standing in the corner, realizing that his son's never going to actually be into sports. <laughs> that he's just uh. going to grow up to be a prom crapper. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So that, that was it's a good true. memory of mine. Um, so now uh, we've come to the end of the program. You can, of course, follow Luke on Twitter at SukeLevens. You can follow me on Twitter at AlBabyCakes. But we finally got into the point you've all waited for. We are only an hour and 48 minutes into it. But this is going to take a while because we're about to tell you the most embarrassing story. 